Blog Talk Radio. at the Sports Attic. Yeah, we are. Feeling good. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for listening in this week. Sunday, the first day of October 2017, the Lord's year of fantasy football rolls on as Larcher and Lawrence take over the Sports Attic once again for another phenomenal edition of Live from the Sports Attic. We're here. Pow, we're alive. We want to hear from you if you're out there, if you're listening. Give us a ring. Give us a call. We are 760-454-8834. We are, meaning that is our phone number, to join in on the talk. What's the topic, Al? Well, I think we'll talk a little fantasy football tonight. I think we're both I having like pretty good days. Yes, sir. And Season. then... The best yet. The best, the best of the year so far. Well, I'm an analytics guy. It takes a couple weeks to kick in. The uh, Major League Baseball playoffs, uh, they're starting. They're going to happen. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that, too. Just for a second. Uh, the Bears, total disaster. Thursday night at uh, primetime in front of the nation. They went out and they went up and played uh, in Green Bay. Holy hell. Yeah, we'll cover it. We'll get there. Again, shoot us a call if you want to join in. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. 760-454-8834. You can tweet us at Larcher Lawrenson. At Larcher Lawrenson is the tweet line. There's a chat room that's also around there, too. Uh, It's on the blog talk site. If you're listening live, there is. I should probably fire that up, too. You don't have to join. I'm I'm already watching it, you know. You're in there? Maybe that's why they won't let me in. You can only go in. Come join well, I'm just co-host. I'm the host of this and, show. And folks, join us live in the Sports Attic tonight. Hold on. I'm just going to end the episode. We'll, re, we'll kick it off again. Season one, episode nine. It's not going to be restart. We're just going to keep rolling with it. You do it live, Al. You taught me that. Do it live. Do it live. And in fact, we do do it live. This show, we, we, we record it live Sunday nights, 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. And uh, then you, you can listen to it later on your iPhone uh, through the iTunes podcast app. Yeah, uh, we're on uh, Google, uh, Google Play. We're in that one. And we're... make sure you like us and leave a comment on iTunes. Yeah, definitely. That's what everyone always says. I don't know why. And, I, you know, I never do. I listen to a thousand podcasts. I think a it week. matters. 
I don't listen. I don't, I don't leave care things. what the review is. It could be somebody who hates us. It could be like that Ed guy from uh, the first episode of this, this season, of yeah. this new show. Well, I think he's been our best caller so far. <laughs> Pretty close. Well, there have been, been, been so many. Hey, did you, see, did you see my shoes today? I got on my custom Ric Flair. Whoa. Yep, the yes, styling and profiling. Now, did you design those, and then Sanu decided that he wanted to roll with them too, or did you like – how'd you guys do that? Did you send a memo? Well, I've, I've had the Ric Flair shoes. It's a little embarrassing that you're wearing the same shoes. Quite a while now, and uh, yeah, Sanu, uh, Sanu the- decided to, to represent. And uh, I mean, it's great and all, but he, he doesn't have the power of the microphone. Like I do. Like, I can't you know, really the, see them from over here behind the desk. Are they, uh, are yours cleats as well? Oh God, no, not on these floors. Okay. Right, yeah. This I is a wondering. very sensitive attic. I understand. I like keeping tidy around here. I didn't hear any clicking of them, so I didn't think you had them on. Yeah, Sanu with the Ric Flair shoes. That was slick. I dug it a lot. Oh man. Well, fantasy, pretty good week. I mean, a lot of high scorers this week, and thankfully most of them are in my lineup. Let's so, do it. Fantasy football. You know, uh, I finally actually really gave it a gave it a shot, and I took your tips. Uh, what was your big? Your stacking of a couple of guys. Yep, yep. The two sna- the two stacks this week were Trevor Simeon and uh, Watson. Yeah, looking. Uh, yeah, Trevor Simeon. Not so hot. Not not right. the better of the two stacks. The Watson Hopkins one though, off the charts. The yep. Simeon uh, Thomas one, kind of uh, hurting me, but. I only put him in about 25%, so my exposure on – I had equal exposure on Simeon and Watson, so yep. it, it helped in the long run. That's what I got to get you doing. I got to get you – showing you how to run some uh, multiple games. Yeah, I'll start taking a look. I'll take a little bit more of a look. I, uh, I'm placing in the money in a couple. Good. In a couple of my games here. I wish that I was doing a bit better. It looks like I might end up pretty much even on the week completely. Right about even, which which is great, uh, because every other time I uh, I've been in the red. Yeah, I'm averaging about uh, 25 is the loss per week. And this week uh, looks like I'm going to stay even. This is the first week that I've started really paying attention and listening to you, uh, and looking doing some of my own research and figuring it out. Man, you mentioned that Watson stack, throwing Hopkins with him. Yeah. Well, also that was the last tip I left you for the week. I know. I look back on our, our our chat and it was just like, oh, when Watkins, uh, Hopkins is these. Yeah, I ended up throwing Miller in there, and then I had Bell running on the same one. My big mistake uh, was Demarco Murray. Yeah, huge. I, uh, Elliot was the surefire one hundred percent running back this week. Hot damn, and he excelled. Yeah, I mean his exposure. He was projected to be owned in twenty six to thirty percent, which is extremely high. Um, the real steal was Powell on the Jets, and uh, I did have a, that projected high, and that, that saved yeah. me in a lot of teams because he put up 30 points. I didn't see that coming. I knew um, I knew uh, our old guy, Forte, wasn't yep. going to be playing, right? and uh, Powell was going to have had an easy opponent going against uh, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, so that was a must play, and that, that excelled. And, yeah, I'm really happy with that, with that pick. Doing me well. Played some girly. Girly had a big day. Hot damn, he had a good day. Nice work. You know, there were a couple busts out there, too. Right now, it looks like uh, Thomas and that Simeon stack, which was in 25% of my league. So, high exposure. Wow. That, that blew an engine. That blew yeah, an engine. Yeah, it's not cutting it at all. The Watson looked a little bit low in uh, in the leagues that I'm in here. Um, the Watson play. Like, am I, I'm seeing 11%. Yeah. Yeah, he was projected. Let me see. Uh, let me see what the projections were yeah, on of his, course. his exposure. Slick play. 
Fantastic. Wow, did they score. By the way, I'm a big and fan they of injured the Titans as well. Uh, Fantasy Labs, highly recommend a subscription. You know, that's where most of my information comes they from. They don't pay so. you to say that either. So no, it must not. be pretty decent. No, they sure don't. Uh, his ownership was going to be between five and eight. So there was a mid range, low okay. to low. Where, for example, Tyrod Taylor was at, projected at nine to 12. Simeon was a big play. Like, you heard that a lot going around. Uh, you know, I wasn't the only guy talking that up. He was nine to 12. Where Cam Newton was probably the best, if you want to go contrarian, um, he he was between his only exposure was two to four, so Jesus, yeah, and he had a big game, huge game. Um, did you did you play him anywhere? I, I let me look at my exposures. Okay. I think maybe five percent, and I put a limit. See, once you once you set like you you know you you basically you pick because I run multiple lineups. That, that's what I do. It's not, it's no longer like, I just want to create one great cash lineup. I want to be in tournaments and I want to play a bunch of people. So I am sure to have the guys that go off mixed with high percentage, uh, dudes who are, you know, probably going to put up good points. Um, so, so you, yeah. And unfortunately I was afraid of, uh, Cam Newton and, uh, actually no, didn't play him. No, All I right. played Simeon, Watson, Palmer, Prescott, Brady, and Taylor. Okay, and uh, Brady had to have had a fine day. He did oh, no, he did not for his numbers? price. No, no, no. Right. especially if you stacked him. I stacked him with Gronkowski, and it didn't pay. So yeah, but I only I put a limit on him of ten percent, and that's all he was in was ten percent of my leagues. Tyrod Taylor was five. Dak Prescott was in fifteen. Carson Palmer twenty, and then Watson, Simeon each at twenty five percent. They were my fifty yep. percenters. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Um. Yeah, I'm seeing Cam ended up being the top QB though. Yeah, Dalton. That came. Uh, that was a hell of a game. He's the third right now. Currently third ranked quarterback in uh, DraftKings at this time. Thirty four points. Or no, I'm sorry. He put up twenty nine points. Oh, we have a call. Well, we should probably just jump on it. Let's do it. Hello, caller from the seven two four. Where are you calling from, and who is this? Hey, Joe in Pittsburgh. But I'm hey, a lifelong Bears fan. And, Welcome, uh, Joe. Well, I'm glad the Miami Dolphins get the experience. Jay Cutler, the cancer <laughs> that is Jay Cutler. Uh, yes. We're only three game Guys, we're only three games into the season for the Dolphins, and they're going to be stuck with this guy sulking on the sidelines. Now two weeks in a row they put up six points. Um, good luck, Miami. I, I – <laughs> I mean, we've seen it as Bears fans, you know, and it can be bad. It just takes down and drains the entire team. Uh, Joe, did you get up early in the morning uh, to watch? Did you get up early this morning to watch, uh, Jay? Of course I did. Uh, I've watched it. Uh, you talk about a tough game to watch, though. I mean, last Ooh. week's game uh, was just as bad. You know, Jacksonville just completely blew out Baltimore. But Cutler, I, you know, he should have. He should have stayed in the booth like Tony Romo. Um, I can't see how you know the Dolphins, especially if they lose the next game and they get you know kind of a situation where they're not in a playoff hunt, where they can just ride it out and let this guy play you know ten games. Um, it's just going to bear down the coach. It's going to hurt the coaching, um, his job security, and just we've seen it. He just he just is a cancer. And he just drags down the, the the mentality of the team. It's crazy. 
Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And I disagree with you on a point because when I found out he was coming out of the broadcast booth and he was going to bring misery to another team, I realized my Sundays were going to get that much more entertaining. I was so happy because I wanted to see Jay Cutler sink. And that's exactly what we're witnessing. Before the show went on the air, Clark showed me a, a video of him in the Wildcat. Where Clark, what happened there? He just he, gave he up. He stood out there uh, as Jay Cutler would. It, it, he didn't have the smoking. He didn't have the cigarette in his mouth. But uh, he stood out there, hands on the hip, and they hiked the ball. And he didn't even move on the Wildcat. Like Jay Cutler is not. He's not going to do a Wildcat, is what it said. It's crazy. I don't know. So Joe, you uh, you said you're a Bears fan. Yeah, I'm a Bears fan living in Pittsburgh. I mean, I follow all the teams uh, pretty closely. How good did it feel when the Bears won that Pittsburgh game? Hopefully you got some bragging rights because that's about one of the few games they're going to win this year. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I think it was a hangover from that whole Steelers uh, protesting, you know, the national anthem, staying in the locker room. I think their mind, and I even know uh, the one player, Arthur Motes, came out and said they were more the night before in game day preparing more for how they were going to protest in the game. So I think – you know, especially, you know, how you've seen the Bears play this past Thursday. That's just one of those games, you know, sometimes it happens in the NFL. It makes no rhyme or reason why it happened. But, right. uh, you know, Steelers, they, the Steelers got back on track today. Uh, you know, the, the yeah. whole division is terrible. So, you know, everyone in here in Pittsburgh is, is half campers again. Yeah, Bell has been causing me some fantasy problems, but he came to life today. And, of course, this is the week I kind of faded on him, but – yeah, I mean, there's so much talent in Pittsburgh on that offense that right. you, you just can't ignore them. They'll be fine in the long run. But uh, anyway, guys, I appreciate the time. And, uh, yeah, it is going to be I, – I will enjoy watching Cutler the next couple of weeks because uh, it's just – you talk about a free fall. This is going to be fun to watch. <laughs> how, I bet he doesn't last the whole season. I really do. If they come out <laughs> – we got to ask you, it's a question around here, of course. I mean, is, is it time to, uh, to do you throw the rookie quarterback into the situation there? Do you throw him in for next week for the Bears? Trubisky. I don't see why not. I, I mean, I really don't. I really do not see why not. You know, look at Deshaun Watson. Uh, he's a rookie. He's doing good. You know, obviously. Pretty good day today. Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, and the Bears, yeah. you know, they obviously they don't have the talent around them like, you know, Watson has, but. There's right. really nothing to lose at this point. There really isn't, as long as, you know, you don't get them, you know, sacked 40, 50 times, you know, that's in the, the only season. Concern. Right, right. Yeah, if that, if that's that your, starts that's happening, then. Yeah. yeah. There's other guys that you can put in there. Joe, appreciate the call. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Call again sometime. We appreciate it, man. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, that's Joe from Pittsburgh. That means a uh, phone line has opened up for you. Uh, what's that number, Clark? Is it 760-454-8834? That's the one. Give us a call. 454-8834. I'm a little hesitant to put Trubinsky in. I'm not as uh, as gung-ho on it. What? Uh, I just I feel like there's absolutely zero people to throw to. And confidence is such an issue in football. And you put a guy out there. With uh, an average offensive line, the Bears don't have a terrible offensive line. It's just it, it's a, there's a lot of patchwork, yep. and uh, there's so there's definitely some concern as far as, as as positions there. But they're not the worst in the league by any stretch of the imagination. And you throw a guy out there with no receivers, an okay average line, and I think you're just asking for disaster. And let me tell you something: Doolittle Loggins 
the the Bears offensive coordinator. This guy sucks so hard. I believe it's Dowell. Yeah, Doolittle. He he Dowell. has a do do Dowell is spelled D O W E L L, right? Do well. He doesn't do well. He does terrible. And do terrible logins doesn't make sense. So I'm going for do little logins. That's a dad joke if I've ever heard of Well, one fine. You're a dad in the room. Do you can judge that. But yes. I'm telling you right now, this guy does so little, he doesn't deserve to be an offensive coordinator. And the fact there's no receivers, I mean, doesn't help the case. So I don't want to put him out there with, with an inept offensive coordinator. Man, their play calling is pretty suspect, huh? The, uh, the, end, of the, the end of the first half for the Bears this week, yikes. Man, Tony Romo in the booth. He knows what's going on. By the way, what a what a what a gentleman! What a uh, phenomenal broadcaster! <laughs> I mean, this guy is—he's the gold standard now. You know, of, people of probably called him to not go into the booth and to go and play quarterback. But man, he jumps into the booth and he he predicts things. Uh, I I think I mentioned to you earlier. He's got a hell of a lot better game with two teams that are probably competent uh, today. With the, uh, the they're calling the Broncos. Oakland game, yeah. As we speak, oh. even though things aren't going well, they're not going as bad as that game was Thursday night, this past Thursday. So I'm in a cash game, and I'm currently in first place. And it looks like I'm going to end with 157 points. The guy behind me still has one player left. It's a receiver, and he's got 145 points. So I got like a 12 point lead. I your cushion, definitely about 12 points. All right, uh, I definitely can win. I think I'm taking second place. Which isn't bad, but it's a thirty dollars difference in winnings. Yep. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see who he's got rolling. I'm thinking it's going to be Hunt from Kansas City, uh, which scares me a little bit. But you know what? I mean, you could hold the number one receiver to twelve points. It's not unlikely. I mean, held. Uh, um, let's see. I mean, uh, no examples. I have zero examples to give you. But you know, I'm sure there's there's quite a few receivers this week who didn't do well, or Dowell. And um, I'm excited though. And, yeah, once again, thank God. That, uh, there, there weren't a lot of opportunities or jobs out there. If they would have came up, I would have taken. But um, this has got to be the top of the list. Jay, what kind of training have you been doing the past four months or so? And how is your shoulder the end? Uh, I don't know. I've been eating. That's good. That's good. I mean, in December, I mean, by March, I was, uh, I was cleared on that one. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit behind these guys. I mean, they've been going through training camp and stuff like that. So uh, I'm not there, quite there yet. But um, it, it won't take me long. You know, I, I, like you said, the last four months I've been in uh, a different mode, different mindset, getting ready for the Fox. Yeah, show. been playing Madden, sitting around playing Madden, you know, having uh, relations with his hot wife. That's Probably all he's been preparing doing. preparing to be an announcer, I would gather. I don't think he was doing any work for that. He was just hanging out He at was home? just going to show up. He was going to have a, a pack of uh, a Photoshop cigarettes placed yeah, in his mouth, yeah. and he was just going to sit in that booth and, and just uh, deliver garbage. I think uh, – he he mentions at some point in that one that somebody asked him about cardio, and he's like, well, luckily I'm a quarterback, and I don't have to worry too much about staying in running shape. Oh, boy. Scary. Oh, Jay. <laughs> scary, scary man, yep. that Jay Cutler. Hopkins currently the uh, the top receiver. Hell, yeah, he is. Hell of, a, hell of a play there, sir. Hell of a play. And your guy Williams there? Yeah. So, Williams. From the Chargers. Yeah. He's uh he's currently third in the week for receivers with twenty five point five. And I think he only cost about four or five in DraftKings this week. He was my number one rated play, and uh, I played him in twenty five percent of leagues with, right there with uh yeah. with Hopkins. Uh, I had Sanders, Hopkins, Williams, Fitzgerald in twenty five percent of my leagues, and Cooks. Cooks was uh, the bad play. 
Uh, he, he finally, he, he, he got a couple points. He's got about seven. Seven now. Seven and a half, somewhere in there. Yep. Well, San Francisco, Arizona, barn burner in overtime right now. Uh, tied 12-12. Oh, Jesus. Uh, do you want to maybe stop the show, hop on uh, TV, and I mean, uh, catch the end of that game? That would be absolutely brilliant, Al. I'm two minutes away from having a successful tournament week in DraftKings. I just need that uh, to end, and I'll, I'll be feeling pretty good. Again, you could give us a call, 760-454-8834. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about that Bears game. It was, um, as I protect, projected on, uh, on that little show we do, a uh, big show we do. Beer down. Bear yeah. down. Beer down. Beer down uh, comes out Monday afternoons right around lunchtime. Tomorrow it'll be out on the now rebranded NBC Sports Chicago, not CSN Sports Chicago. Uh, Xfinity, Comcast, they bought out NBC a few years back, and now they've done the rebrand for the regional. So the new regional sports network is NBC Sports Net Chicago. And uh, it'll be released online. It's about a six-minute episode every week. And last week you just you were on and you brought it home. Well, yeah, I picked the Packers because I was the only one who apparently watches football. Yeah, yeah. On that show. Yeah. And then you on your Facebook, you decided to declare that the Bears were going to win. Oh, that was just um, that. That wasn't. That oh. was uh, so on the show. Yeah. On the show, uh-huh. you made the pick because we're you know when I'm not there, you're there. So you made the pick for me already. I knew on the show I was fine. Uh, but yeah, I said book it, Packers, Bears, Bears got this one. And within two minutes or so, maybe, well, I think it was five and a half minutes into the game, Al, 14 to nothing. Uh-huh. And then uh, at the end of the first quarter, a little rain delay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I was thinking. All I could think was we have to watch this game until how long into the night now? Right. All I was thinking was, hey, this is exactly how the Cubs won their uh, Super Bowl. Sure. If Somebody walked in and gave him a good speech or something, got him pepped up, but that's not the case, man. They needed someone with Ric Flair shoes to show up and uh, lay down the law and tell them exactly what needs to be done to win the, the game. What, and had three first-half turnovers on him? Yeah. Three of them? He can't throw that out to the flat. is just destroying him. And for him. some dumbass reason, they decided to be, be a bit of a competent offense, or the Packers were toying with him, and they scored at the end of the first half. Yeah. They moved the ball. They did. I don't even remember that. That's how, how That's much what they did. Re- repression I put on and that. And then they got the ball first in the third quarter, and they, they didn't do jack squat with it. And right. obviously, you know how the game did end up. One thing that really pissed me off was the uh, that Jordan Howard was in that game at the end running the ball. You saw him against the Steelers, Al, with the, with the hurt shoulders. Yeah. The hurt shoulder, he was leading with the other shoulder. I know he wasn't on the injury report, but come on, man. What are you doing? I don't want any snowflakes on this team. If he's playing, he plays. You play to the end. Oh, and geez. it's embarrassing when you get a first down and you got a guy like Wright popping up and doing a little dance and, and throwing his hands forward. Garbage. Wait, what is it? What is it? Do you want him to keep playing through the game or do you want them to not? Like, in the game, if things are going well, they're going to celebrate. What are you talking about? They're going to celebrate things that go well throughout the game. You just said they have to keep playing what through the game. What has nothing to do with the other? Well, yes, it does. No, you they, can. They yeah. are the same Get out thing. of here. Yeah, I'm going to have you removed from the attic. You can play the whole game, and you can be a tough guy, and you can not celebrate. It's real easy. 
And right celebrating when you're getting your ass kicked on national television is terrible. It's not anything you should do. You know what? And you got this dopey fox. It builds a brand. Brand, yeah. It builds your brand. A shit brand. That's what it's all about these days. Sure, any brand is a good brand as long as it's getting exposure. That's what they really? say. Really? Tell Beta yeah. that. You want to call the president think. of Beta? Hold on, Clark. Hold I don't on. Know who the Beta phone. Is. The phone is ringing. Hold on. I gotta. I don't even know who this is. Hello, Clark. What? My name is Tony Beta. I invented the Beta Player. We got huge exposure in the 80s. Where am I now? Now I'm dead. I'm in heaven calling your stupid show. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely silly. Did you own a Beta Player? That doesn't, that doesn't mean Jack. Did you own a Beta Player? I did not. You had a VHS. You were a sellout. You're ridiculous. You killed me, Clark. I'm dead now. Right. Thank you. Good luck. Wow. See? That was silly, sir. Yeah, exposure, just because you have exposure doesn't mean it's good. And, and that's garbage, and you know it's garbage. And you're one of these people who, you're one of these people who don't like the celebrations. What's that? Oh, are you as pro-celebration when you're losing? Oh. Loser celebration. No, when you're losing, there's really no need to do too many. I mean, too many? How about whatever, none? You can do whatever it is that continues to build your brand out there and continue to tweet. That's what it's all about, these millennials. They, uh, but you don't tweet during it. the game, buddy. No, but it's even better. You're being exposed on television to millions and millions of people who get to see you. And sometimes you're just being a dumbass, and you don't quite realize it. You realize it. Right. He's being a dumbass. Loser. Why is he doing that? Huh? Why, why would Kendall Wright be, be doing sometimes that? Sometimes the loser is Janine. Because he doesn't know any better. Because I don't know. He's always been a loser. Trump has always, always been a loser, Clark. Always. Sure. But I don't understand why I heard Jordan Howard's in the game at the end. It's ridiculous. And they weren't, they weren't playing to the end, Al. The team didn't keep playing. Fox gave up. The last quarter, he's just running the ball. You want to talk about doing shit. You want to talk about an inept loser. Doolittle Loggins, top of the list. Number two on that list, John Fox. Wow. What has done. John Fox done here? He hasn't done shit. Nothing. Nothing. And we all know where this is going. He's going to get shit canned at the end of the year, and they're going to bring in the guy from New Orleans. Uh, Sean Payton? Yeah, Sean Payton. He's going to come here, and then we're going to have some, uh, hopefully maybe get a receiver or Ryan two. Ryan Pace is going to bring in Sean Payton. His buddy. A receiver or two. We've gotten our little boom. New Orleans speedy uh, second running back in Cohen. That's I, probably what Pace wanted was Fox to kind of fade away this year, right? I think so. I mean, I think he's just collecting a paycheck and being like, hey, keep the team together. If and Pace gets another year at least, right? It'd be a, the yeah, fourth absolutely. year. It'd he gets, be the fourth year. He gets to hire a quarterback that, uh, yeah. I mean, he did he's, hire Fox, I believe. He's got a quarterback. He's, he paid for two of them, actually. Yeah, he's got he's got another couple of years. Pace, definitely. His draft last year was pretty stellar when you look back at it. When you look back, I I don't know if you saw, I posted to uh, the Larcher and Lawrence and Facebook page. Uh, I did. Somebody uh, released, re-released, the, redrafted the first round of last year's draft. Oh, wow. And three guys who were on the Bears roster were drafted in the first round in oh, the really? redraft by other teams. Okay. I think one of them, I don't think, where did, where did we get Jordan Howard? Uh, Jordan Howard came in the fifth round out of Indiana. Okay. Well, he's yep. a first-round draft pick. First-rounder. Wow. And then yeah. uh, I think uh, White, Whitehair, White, who's the guard? Yep. Cody, Cody Whitehair. Whitehair. Cody Whitehair. He, he got drafted in the first round in the redraft. And guess who we drafted in the first pick of the draft? In the redraft, according, I mean, this is one idiot's opinion. First, number one overall. No, no. In our, at our position in the redraft of last year's draft, who do you think we took? Trubisky. 
This is last year's draft. Oh, did they do that? Oh, the year before? Yes, the redrafting last year. Very hard concept, Clark. I hope I will draw it out if you need me to get the dry erase board. Who'd they take in it? They took Leonard Floyd. Okay, wow, same thing. So they gave us the same player we already had. We didn't need to change our pick. We got the right pick there. And then two other guys we drafted later, that Pace drafted later, I had nothing to do with it. I mean, I sent in a, you know, some, 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 some suggestions, yeah. some ideas, some uh, general information towards Pace, and maybe he used that to go ahead and uh, draft sure, these players. Right. But, I mean, it was him. What are you doing? Just, like, sending, like, letters in? Are you faxing him these things? How, I, the how fax you, machine nonstop, How do you buddy. get them? Or do you, like, deliver the, door, the letters personally to his door? Well, I, I don't you go up to Lake Forest there. No, we don't socialize. You and I went once, but you couldn't get past the guards. So no, you, you, you wouldn't even try. There were no guards. No. There were zero guards in the booth. There might have been some smoke. Somebody in the car might have had there some. There may have been something some, green in the car, and some, that is still illegal here. Yeah. And, and that was before the state of Illinois uh, decriminalized it as well. Like the, the guards, the security guards shit here. at, at uh, Lake Forest were going to stop us, search the vehicle. And, and I, think I was were, driving a 97 Saturn with wind, with mirrors that had been duct taped back on. One window didn't work. This yeah. car looked like a bunch of bums smoking weed or driving it. They don't, you think they're going to arrest a bunch of bums smoking weed? Come and on. it's Lake Forest. Jesus, every house has about eight bedrooms up there. They don't want us around. Trust me, we could have We're rolled right up to the front the door. Heathen. We could have had like a nice picture. I could have said hi to Pace. Been like, hey, you know me. I'm the guy who sends you all the information that you use. He to, would have uh, had you removed, possibly violently. No, no, just no. Just from that, possibly. As a matter of fact, I have my cell phone here, and I'm waiting for a call from Ryan Pace yeah. right now. Okay. At any waiting. moment, I oh, may have sure. to step away from the show yeah, and take the call. Step away to take it. Don't take it on over the air. Well, don't, he's more yeah, important than talking to you. You don't. No, you, you think who helped your fantasy team this year? Week. What? This week, who helped your fantasy? No, team? I appreciate your fantasy yes. knowledge. I do. But, so, I mean, obviously, I am saving teams left and right, and I Pace, of course, is going to call me. Saving teams left and right, you A are. messiah. This, these are your credentials. I want to see that resume, sir. Show me that resume. Uh, the, the Comcast show, did you enjoy doing it? I did, I did. And then what they do is we actually were on the pregame show, Bears pregame as well. Uh, they, play a, they, they, uh, they go out to us, and we do our picks, and you did it. Uh, your week, uh, and you you talked back with Lawrence Holmes, the the the, the guy who runs the show. Yeah, the yeah. Pre-game I sold him there. a mattress, so he I gave a, a shout out to that. He wanted to make sure that you uh, he didn't realize that you were going to talk about his bedroom business. Well, you know, it's good business. Hey. I mean, you get a good mattress, you should be proud of that. I agree. And I when I sold mattresses, I sold nothing but the best. Al, uh, you sold mattresses, and I'm scared to tell you, but I. Uh, my mattress is going on eight and a half years old. Nine years. Okay. It's it's, nine years old. That's the replacement point. When? Well, technically, eight years is the life of a mattress. No, it's Most of them have a warranty to ten. You have you have hillbillies, slobs, and old people who don't know any better who keep the mattresses longer than that, but they're sleeping on dead beds. Okay. Does it matter like how you treat it? No. Um, if this bed of yours, if, if you're the type of person who showers before bed every night, like, do you have a mattress protector, a mattress protector? Yes. Yeah. I have the bottom sheet. No, 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 no. If you don't use a mattress protector on a bed, I think mine has an automatic mattress protector. Ten it's, got a, it's right in there. It's built in. I want you to think about this. And I want you to think about this while you're lying next to your wife. Do you sometimes Thrilling. have the baby Thrilling in the bed with you? Right here. You guys lay in the bed, maybe uh, kind of chill. In the mornings we chill there. Baby yeah. takes a nap. 
your mattress weighs a hundred pounds more ten years later than when you first bought it. No, because of all the sweat you've put in it. No, all the dead skin, all the disgusting uh, elements, the 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 fluids. The... You're telling me a bed will gain one hundred pounds? Yes. No way. Absolutely, Ed. You want me to? I'll get a mattress expert on the phone right now, and we, I mean, we can have this. Whole I want to see a ten-year-old mattress next to a next to the same mattress that's brand new. Show me a used versus new. Well, I, I can tell you, it's uh, it's disgusting. No one wants to be near that mattress. So think about that when you have your newborn child crawling around on that that infested, that disgusting. Worn out old mattress. It's time, right. Clark. It's time to budget for a new mattress. Hopefully your fantasy winnings will lead you to a softer bed, my friend. I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm just saying I could probably get another three to five years out of it. When, when people in the business tell you that things are done or the expiration date, you know they're just telling you that so you go to buy a new one. Okay. They just want you back sooner rather than later. Because I'd, I'd like to hear from you, you know, hey – they're they're telling us eight eight right now. That's that's the way that the company line is. But I'd figure that a friend of mine in there will give me the insights and tell me it's really like twelve. Twelve years, maybe no. thirteen. If I could buy a new mattress every four years, if I had that kind of uh revenue, I absolutely would. How many people do you think what percentage of people buy mattresses every four years? What percentage of people buy mattresses every year? I don't I don't every know. Every four years. Five um, percent? I would say probably the one percenters. All right. So, number 10, bed bug. These oh. vampire critters feast on your blood when you're asleep. Oh, here if comes your bed propaganda. Your bed bugs, you mm-hmm. can be you know it. 500 times every night. And they can survive for three months without feeding, hiding in the cracks around your bedroom. Ooh. You don't have bed bugs, do you? One man even developed no. a life-threatening iron deficiency nope. because of blood loss he suffered Ooh, from. I don't need bed. any eye things. Number eight, cladosporium mold. Colonies of green and black mold like to grow on used, damp mattresses. Uh-huh. And if you inhale the spores, you could develop asthma and even pneumonia in serious cases. Pneumonia, Clark, you hear that? Will also Better than the old nasty. Amen. Yeah, so I replace your mattress. That's the bottom line. If you need some mattress tips, if you need fantasy football tips, or if you just like to talk about your, the football going on this week, 760-454-8834 is the number to call. Uh, again, the Bears disaster. Uh, let me pull up some scores around the The New league. York football giants are worse than the Chicago Bears right now at 0-4. There's a lot of really bad teams. I mean, Miami, who we talked about earlier, terrible. Uh, Cleveland. Chronically terrible. Oh, uh, currently the game is still going on because it was a field goal. <laughs> a field goal. Uh, San Francisco, fifteen. Arizona, twelve, with two twenty-four left in that game. Wow, that's amazing. Really glad that I played Fitzgerald today. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, I didn't want to, but <laughs> I believe I did too. You know, so you, you think? That, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I believe I did. Yeah. Well, you know. Sometimes no. I definitely was fading on him. Like I wasn't, uh, there wasn't a lot of hype. I'll, I'll tell you right now if I played him. There's a problem when you play all these fucking, the, all this number of games, you lose sight. I played him in a lot of leagues. I played him in 25%. So that was a bad move. Definitely sinking it. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Still terrible. Cleveland lose today. Cincinnati 31, seven Andy Dalton, AJ green coming back to life after, uh, 
the first two weeks kind of sucking. Yeah, uh, they're finding their groove. The Cardinals are uh, first and ten at, at the twenty-five, two twenty-four left in overtime. Big game versus Detroit in Minnesota. You know, uh, Minnesota had a chance to really set themselves uh, apart from Detroit. You know, on the on the Comcast show, I picked the Lions, and as the week progressed, I started thinking, you know, Minnesota might be the better team here. Really. Um, and this was the game I really wanted to see. I was curious. Now, I hear Delvin Cook went down. He had 13 he carries, 66 yards. He was averaging five he, yards a carry. He got a touchdown before. And a touchdown. The injury, right? Yeah. He, and, uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Here we go. Delvin Cook. Woo. Touchdown. Way to go. The Cookmeister. It, you got that touchdown in. You know, I don't, think the, I don't think the listeners actually hear that music. Remember the weird thing? If it comes from like, the computer, it doesn't play. It just, yeah. um, it's, it's just for us. Which is amazing. We're the ones rocking us out now. Yeah, so. It's going to sound like we're talking to ourselves here. Well, I mean, I, that's how I feel most of the show anyways. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Det- what was that? Detroit. I it. Detroit Minute. I said that's how I feel most of the show myself anyways. So. 14 to 7 was the final. Detroit pulls it out. Um, yep. Good game. Hey. The New York Jets, two and two now. Can you believe it? Many had them picked to be the uh, the team that could go totally defeated this year, and they beat Jacksonville today, well, twenty-three yeah. to twenty. Again, they beat Jacksonville. Today. But that's not saying what it used to say about beating Jacksonville. Oh, breaking news! This just in: the San Francisco Forty ers have gone ahead twelve by yeah. three points a field goal. 15-12, game over. In case you weren't listening to the show 13 minutes ago. Did you break that 13 three, minutes ago? Three minutes ago, minutes ago. I thought you said they were tied. No, I said that San Francisco was up by three, and Arizona has the ball with a minute 55 left. Oh. I thought after the first – I thought once they touched the ball, they, they it's only 10 minutes now, the overtime. I didn't know that until the Bears game the other right. night. Overtime's only 10 minutes now, so they only had it once. Oh, wow. They must have had a six-minute drive or whatever because there was three and a half minutes left when, when they got their field goal. So now Carson Palmer and uh... – Second and 32 from the 25. Okay. All right. Well, Wait, that can't be possible, right? Can't be second and 32. I don't know. That'd be second and goal. You, you confused me just doing the intro, so I don't know. How did I confuse you? I, I'm just saying, in general, you, you're a very confusing man. So, I, you know, I, I do my best to avoid uh, – I don't know. You know what? That's going to be in my October resolution. It's October now. It is. I'm going to be less confusing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. This is for you. If you would like to get confused, give us a call, 760-454-8834. At Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. I'm over there. I just uh, shot out a tweet about the show a bit ago. Interesting. What other scores? The Cleveland game. They ended up putting a points on the board finally you know how espn does this percentage 31 to 7 the win percentage thing yeah. right now they have arizona at 89 percent chance of winning the game wow even though they're just driving down the field and uh the game isn't over yet and those things always suck too because i mean that i remember one week i was highly projected to beat you in our fantasy game and you ended up coming back your snowflakes ended up beating uh trump's excellence. trump's excellence yeah, that's right and since then trump's excellence has been so angry i've I'm I'm in first place. I'm the number you're, one you team in my league. I am. 
You are officially not in first place. I refuse to look at the... You do have the no. most points scored, but you are not in first place. The guy who's ahead of me... you know why you're not in first place? Because the guy because ahead I of me... Because you, Al. Bullshit. I, you got to be good week in and week out. You can't just pull this shit. Just because the guy ahead of me has one win more than I do, I have 100 points more than he does. Oh, 80. you're just pissed because your points analytics are getting you. Get, you relax. Jesus. Unbelievable. Uh-oh, I think we got a note from the, the ex-show producer. Oh, Jesus. We do get notes from her. What's this, what you got? I think we've reached that point. Oh, man. Honestly, what do you think about uh, Trubinsky? Is it time? Are you bringing him in? I am, yes. You're putting him in. And if you're not doing it, if you're not putting him in there, yeah. What do you expect he- from him? Nothing. Bullshit. For me, it's nothing. Bullshit. Three weeks in For of the... me, it's nothing. Oh, no, 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 no. Three weeks in of Trubinsky playing terrible, despite the fact that, again, there's no offensive coordinator, there's a suspect offensive line, and there's zero, count them, Clark, zero wide receivers on the Bears team. This is why I don't expect him to come into this game, to, to come into this season, and light things up. And I don't care. Like, I'm okay if he doesn't. I'm okay if, like, if, yeah, they're 0-3. The next three games is fine, Al. I'm not expecting them to win games. But they're certainly not winning games right now. But That's my say, issue. But let's well, say. How is it going to, what's, what's it going to hurt? All these other teams are throwing the rookies in there. And this is the guy who went second overall in the fucking draft. But again. What's going on? Let's say he goes in there and he is just as bad, which is completely realistic. As uh, this, who is this, Glennon? He, he being just as bad as Glennon is a little bit different than Glennon being that bad. Right, but you it, get what I'm saying? No, because it's his first year. He's yeah, but developing. He's trying to figure this listen out. Listen to me. I'm talking now, he's as bad as Glennon or worse. And now we're three weeks into him playing bad with a lot of interceptions. I'm talking, he's got two touchdowns to eight interceptions. This is three weeks in. Well, it would be a lot. But, uh, okay, three weeks in. So two, four, six. He's two two touchdowns, six picks. He's got a QB rating of 68. He can't complete the ball to anybody. His receivers aren't in the right place. We know if you're a real football player, you know it's not his fault, but regardless, he looks like shit. You don't think the people are going to start turning? They're going to start saying, oh, Pace can't draft. Oh, this kid can't play. Total disaster. This guy's a bust. He's not helping anybody. He's hurting this team. Once that starts going on, now you're in the kid's head, and, and now you, you, you've destroyed part of his confidence that you have to rebuild. And I just don't feel like it's a really good idea at this point. Al, now, once we've given up. Al, you can do it, though. You can do it. Well, of course Stay you it. can do it. Educate the audience. Let them know what's Who? happening here. The fans. Who's like, educating talk to the, the fans. fans? Actually talk to the fans. Take a note from the baseball oh, team that plays up on the north side. Epstein talks about exactly what they do and how they get the players that they do and what they're doing with their decisions on bringing them up and shit like that. He tells them exactly what's going on. Pace, you don't have to do that. I just want you to educate your fans to know that he might be coming into the situation. What do you want him to do, get on Twitter? And and... Be, he might throw three picks this week. Who gives a shit? He's, he's learning. He's going to get in Twitter fights with uh, Butterfingers over the whole thing. Yeah. That what you, is that what you want? That you want something. you want a team that's getting shot down by Butterfinger? Did you see that? Yeah. What happened there? Butterfingers lit up the Bears. Lit them up. 
It was silly. Absolutely silly. Oh, yeah? Oh, the Butterfinger thing? Yeah, they tweeted at the Bears uh, about the game. Uh, Butterfinger? More like butter knee when the, uh, when the ball bounced off of, what's his name's knee? Right. Glennon's knee. And then the Bears tweeted back, like, stick to candy. candy. And that's when Butterfinger responded with, stick to football, dot, 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 um, wait. Like, it's slick. It's re- like they, they own the Bears. There was a war. And the Bears tapped out pretty yeah. quickly. They, they tried. I, I appreciate the Bears' Twitter folks. So the Bears giving it a shot. So the media department of the Bears can't handle Butterfingers, and yet you want them to go on this offensive campaign. Sure. As you say, the Cardinals win. The Cardinals win. Is breaking news. Right. Look at that. Yep. Eighteen to fifteen is your final. Wow. So you yeah, in that Bears organization to go ahead and, and put together a media campaign that's so advanced, no other team in football has done it. And by the way, Larry Fitzgerald with the touchdown. If that's Boom. what you're looking for. Are you for. shitting me? I am not. Yes, sir. I figured I'd yes, save you some distraction there. Here we are, alive and well. Well, I was looking to see how it scored, and you found it first, so I'll take Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Whatever you want to talk oh, about. shit, that's not going to help. Conventional wisdom authority. We are taking your calls. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. The show's fired up. It's rolling here. We we got some good things happening. Some bad things happening. And, I uh, think Jerry touchdown. Yeah, won me some money, but lost me some money. Yeah, so is the life of a gambler, Clark. All these games are over, and ladies and gentlemen, Clark Lawrenson is in the green for the first time. He is up by one dollar and forty cents on oh. the week. Hell yeah! My weekly, I'm in the green for the week. Let's just be honest about it. I'll take it. That's a heck of a week. That's I, fun. I needed Fitzgerald to come alive. That's good, man. Good. Just a little he, bit. He gave you that touchdown. Just a little bit. I placed in eight. I placed eight teams in a single dollar tournament with uh, fifty thousand other people, and uh, I broke even. Yep, I broke even. And All I'm right. sitting in first place in two cash leagues right now. One of them for a decent amount. Well done. But again, I'm the guy. Guy's yet to start a player, and uh, I think I'm, I could be in a lot of trouble there because I only have a twelve point lead. So. But I will get second place regardless in it. Top two pay. I don't like top two pay. I like winner take all. You do? Yeah. Why is that? Because I think the best should should take the money. And, you know, we're investing. We're trying to we're trying to win money. And I want as much. If my team wins, I want to take it home as much possible. I don't care if I get second place. Second place is for losers. Total losers, Clark. Not acceptable. In the, uh, in the neighborhood bar league, that, that one uh... – yeah. Are you, are you going to get first, or is there still something happening? There? That's the league I'm 12 points ahead in. Boom. With one right, receiver okay. behind me. All right. Awesome. So. Excellent. Uh, we are officially two guys uh, talking on microphones in the yeah. dark. It's happening quicker because of uh, science. Well, yeah, really. It's just how it works. Yeah, it's the way nature, the seasons change. Yeah, that's literally how it, how it works. So if you're a um, first-time listener, we do it in an attic, and I got a nice sun window that shines right in on the studio – when the sun's up, we yeah. start the show at six. Yeah. And in the summer, obviously, we, we have sun the whole show. But now that fall is rolled in, uh, well, last week it was about 40 minutes into the show. This week, oh, I didn't realize, wow. Well, last week it was. The show flew. It was light the whole time because last week we were, uh, 
Last week we were on late after the WWE pay-per-view. Oh, right. Correct. But the week before, man, you're right. Like, yeah. And this has been two weeks since it did this to us this early. It's even more of a jump going yeah. to 14 days. Yeah, because I, so I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. Then all of a sudden, here we are, sitting in, in the, the dark. dark, talking. Two grown Neither ass one of us noticed. Neither one noticed. I prefer it in the dark. I think once we turn the light on, it, it loses everything. It's going to be an experiment. We're gonna. I'm gonna do some analytics on our show. I want somebody to now. let us know and predict when it will get officially dark in the studio next week. It's called the Weatherman, Clark, and you can oh. get an app, and they'll tell you exactly when the sun goes down and you lose light. I have an app that does that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So if any listener wants to do that, that's cool, but we can save everybody the time and just do it. But when it's sunset, it, there's still light. But luckily, my app tells you when the last light happens. I don't know if you know. But I think it'll officially be dark in here before the last light. And when is it officially dark? It's officially dark now. Of course. But, I mean... What decides officially dark when the and just the absence of the light. dark is upon us? The absence of light. The officially, but there's defines still some dark. light coming through there. We still had some light in here, so there wasn't an absence okay, well, of light. The, okay, street light. Yes, we have computer yeah. monitor lights. It's very just setting the tone here for this audio podcast. Thank you for listening to this. You audio know, I podcast. got a very special spotlight you now. Could for you. be listening to us on iTunes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's an extra light. Light. It's one of those healthy light My bulbs. Day is bright. You know how everything in the world got healthy? Yeah. Well, now that the light bulbs, have you noticed the light bulbs got healthy? Yeah. And Is you know, right? yeah. Well, it's okay, but now they're like, uh, they're you, they they they're like special watts, and they're different shades. Did you know the color? JJ Watt. Did you know this defense is pretty good today? Did you know the color of lights are changing in Chicago? You read that? Uh, we're no longer going to have the yellow, t- the yellow, orange tint. It's, it's like gonna, an orange. You won't tint. have that orange tint. Yellow. Yeah. And now uh, it's going to be pretty white, man. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's too bright. It's going to be like every other city. At our old apartment uh, in Lakeview, they switched the light right out front to that white Ugh. light. And it just it, it made it too bright. It was too bright in my place. Don't get me wrong. Like, I appreciate being able to see around here. Like, it, it's nice that most streets are properly lit. The one in our new neighborhood, they haven't gotten there yet. They don't change them. It's been almost three years. I slept through a lot of the early stuff. Uh, were there a lot of uh, protests today? A lot of uh, kneeling? Uh, was there uh, less kneeling? Less kneeling is okay. the report. Less kneeling. Less kneeling. I see some now teams are taking a knee to pray before the game, and then they get up and to the national anthem. That, yeah. that's not, I, don't, I don't mind that. That's good. That's good. Because I've decided, I've, I've, I've been back and forth on this issue. Now, I have previously heard you mention that you prefer your patriotism at your, when you want to be patriotic, and you are plenty patriotic. Correct. I'm, I will, yeah, plenty patriotic that you don't need to show your patriotism at, at a sporting event. But if patriotism is being shown, I go through the motions for sure. Right, of course. I mean, I, I don't like no, having you to stand up for. You'll, you'll do it. You know, don't do the national anthem in sports, is I guess where I'm going. You just leave it alone. But what I but then 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 it's like okay well then people will always get their way if they you just okay well you know nobody can have nice things let's take this away yeah my opinion on it is very uh, simple you go one of two ways you either completely get politics out of sports or you bring politics into sports. And I've decided to go the other politics way. Politics are officially in sports right now. I want politics back in the sports. 
You want them in? Yes. Like before the show, I think there should be the national anthem should play. Okay. And people should stand, or they should kneel, or they should give the finger, or they should burn flags, <laughs> or whatever you want to do. What? Yeah. You open it up. There's no penalties. You just have have fun with I it. I love that you just take what's happening and bring it to the next fucking level, right? There. And now we've seen Tony Romo doing good. I don't want Tony Romo. I want Bernie Sanders. And George W. Bush calling games. Okay, that's who I want. That's my A team. And then Bernie I'll get... Sanders and George yeah. W. Yeah, yeah, forty three. Forty three. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and then well, Clinton will have his own team. I think. All right. I think what would be great would be if both Clintons called a game with like a, a Rubio. So it'd be like Rubio, Clinton, and Clinton. They do Monday nights. I love it. You are distinctly putting together people from each side of the line. Right. You like you like seeing. People from the opposite sides in the booth together. And people get so mad with politics and football. I think you should highlight every player's – every. On, okay, so on the back of the helmet now, there's going to be an R or a D right. or an I, right. depending on your political position. Right. right. And then if you, know, if you happen to you know, trip a guy on your team and he's a D and you're an R, well, then so be it. It's cool. It's just you know, part of the rivalry. Yep. And people get so pissed because one week you'll have like – You'll have, like, a super liberal quarterback like there. And I don't know what Andrew Luck votes, but let's say – I mean, he's injured, so I'm just going to pick on him. Let's say he's a Democrat, right? Yep. And then he's, he's injured, playing – so I'm going to pick on him. He's playing, he's playing Oakland. And yep. everybody on the Oakland's defensive line, Republicans. I would tune in, especially if you had Bush and, uh, oh, yeah, and Obama needs a team. You are building a hell of a storyline. You're uh, – I love it. I love it. Sure. Throw them all in there. Obama and Jim Nance. And mix in, uh, who would be good with Obama? Jim Nance. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney, Barack Obama, and Jim Nance. Okay. All right. Jim Nance really gets on that microphone when he talks. And Romo's really away from it when he talks. I don't know if you've been able to hear them much at all, but that's how they sound together. Uh, Are you telling me I need to get off the, the microphone? So you're still watching the NFL. Of course. I'm yeah. never going to stop. Right. I don't care what people do. Is there a limit? No. For you? No, 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 no. I mean, we've had murderers. O.J. Yeah. Simpson back on the streets today. Free. Give a round of applause round to O.J. Round of applause for that, huh? Well, I mean, I don't know. He, he's, uh, I think he's a murderer. It's just so funny to be. It's here. my opinion, but. So the, this second uh, jail term, this jail term that he served here, I guess would be the first, for the theft, armed robbery, right? They really just, like, took it to him. Right. Harder than anybody getting that charge ever. Correct. Kind of a redo. They literally did that. Not how the legal system should work. Again, very dangerous and not smart. But, yes, that's That's exactly what what happened. happened. That's crazy. And I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with it happening. Uh, It's just crazy to me. It's amazing that that happens. Um, Yeah, I'm watching the NFL, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I love it. I love being able to watch football. Uh, we could probably have, um, we could probably have more shows, like channels that are still dedicated to sports, for those just who want to watch the sports. You, you know, know I, I mean, I'm not saying that people can't do things that I that I watch on the game, but I'm saying like for uh, shows after, you know, when you're watching your your, your TV shows on ESPN your football shows, you know, on Monday night or Monday before the game after all the Sunday games. Yeah. I like hearing about the games. I really do. 
And I mean, I'm not saying that the issues aren't important and that we need to hear about those. I'm glad they did it, but I see, I, and I think it's, it's happening. What about Pratt Twinkle as a sideline reporter? I think, yes, that's fantastic. I think less and less, uh, <clears throat> like there's going to be more football talk. Okay. Here's the danger you run into with what's happening now. Uh-huh. Most people agree in some context to the overall message of the kneeling. Yet I would say the majority of the people in this country are offended that people are doing it during the national anthem. So they're okay with the issue. They agree that the issue should be brought to attention. Yeah. They don't like where it's being done. Now, what happens when suddenly a group of people in the NFL decide they want to change something that everybody disagrees with? Let's say, let's say all the offensive linemen in the NFL want to get rid of bubble gum. Okay. And suddenly they're protesting now bubble gum. Mm-hmm. Where do you draw a line? Do you say, no, they can't do that, but these guys can do that. Or these guys can do it for this issue because we're passionate about this issue. But that issue, we're not as passionate about. This is horse crap. It's got to stop. You want a rule. Well, now, if, if you're allowing it, you right. have to allow it for everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the, You're saying that if they allow it for this, now you have to allow it for everything. Right. And quite frankly, I, this, I, this, the word this is because it's very hard to define what it is that it's being protested against. It's changed. It's, it, it's Black Lives Matter. It's police brutality. It's we're taking a stance against racial people telling injustice. us what to do. Yeah, racial injustice. Um, last week it, became, it, got, it got hijacked, uh, and it became a thing with them versus the president. Then it became them versus the president. Which it became very political. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong. The NFL and Donald Trump have a little bit of a history. Right. Uh, lawsuits going on with the USFL. And Donald Trump in the NFL, if, if I recall. That's right. There were lawsuits and things. They don't have a good history. They no, no, Trump's don't no have fan. a good history. And they tore into the NFL, and the NFL responded to that. So now it's about this, and now it's become about the flag, and it's become about the veterans. Because I'd say you're right. The majority of people uh, absolutely believe that you must stand. I do get concerned that forced patriotism, I'm Not a little must. worried about that. Because Whoa. I want to I be patriotic. And I, I don't like the idea of, yeah, you have to. Well, I, I got to take you up on the word force. I don't think anybody wants forced. Right, but everybody says you must stand for the national anthem. No, I think people, people say, okay, if you don't stand, you have, your, every, you have every right not to stand. You have every right to do the protest. But understand, you're pissing a lot of people off, and there's backlash. And, and they don't have to watch it anymore. They don't. They don't and that's what's who, happening. Right. Now, I think... They've done a darn good job of getting their message out there. Um, I think that a lot of times it's not necessarily falling on deaf ears. I think that the two, two different areas are not listening to each other at all. Nobody's listening to each other is what it comes down to with that. But I think the NFL is now going to do less of it. Uh, and those people who weren't watching are going to start to come back. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people – like at the end of the day, I think it's just – yeah, people just want to watch seen football. I've people actually saying they're not. They're not what? Watching football. Oh, I've seen those people, too, and they're yeah. idiots. Okay. And they're burning uh, their jerseys. Yep. And they're, yeah, come on. Yeah, what are you doing? I don't doing? understand that. Don't, it, here's the solution. If you want to get rid of your jersey, if you want to get rid of your season tickets, especially your season tickets, mm-hmm. <clears throat> email the show. I will be happy to take those and dispose of them for you. 
and I support you 100% in your politics, whatever you think, we'll give them away. Give them away, Clark. Yeah, I'm we'll starting a business no, here. No, you're giving away my tickets. No, no we'll this is specifically away. for Al Larcher we're gonna have of the Larcher and Lawrence yeah, live at the Sports Attic. You have to email the show. You said this okay, is for email the show. me personally. No, I'll take care show. of those tickets it's because I'm going to be selling them. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to be using that money to gamble. Uh, you still have time to join us uh, on the air at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Uh, can you? We may not get to you right away because we're on a topic, but but we're here. We'll catch you. You can listen to the show over the phone while while you're uh, waiting there. Just give us a chance. Can you explain Relax. to me the, the the programming of the show? Because it's uh, oh, we schedule for two hours, so we're still live, right? Yeah. Is that, okay, I got you. Remember yeah, the yeah. old show? I always schedule yeah. it for one hour. I, why I don't know. But then it would keep going later. Yes. I like the tease for the podcast. Uh huh. Like it's like, hey, you can only get this. After the first hour, you can only get this on the podcast. The first hour is live, 100% live. The next whatever, sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's 10, but sometimes it's 30. And we tease those yeah. things to go to get you, hey, we want you on iTunes as well. Yeah, okay. Well, That's the program. Here's, here, here's the flaw in your philosophy, and I appreciate it. Okay. Is you're punishing the live listeners by not allowing them to listen to the whole show Yet they are the smallest, most loyal percentage of our fan base. Now, our, those the, folks, and we can ask the them. majority of people we, listen tell those guys, later. They don't guys, listen live. Right. Give us a call. But you're not, you're not doing anything to the guys who listen later. Right. You're, you're giving not, them a little more. But there are people who listen live. Who but they're already listening. Them, but then they go and grab the podcast as well. Okay. I'm with you. You're, you're making a lot of sense. I'm just explaining my point. Well, well said. I appreciate it. And is it that ridiculous? Did you see the like, addition? Should I just be quiet and write these things down and save them for later so we're doing this somewhere else? See, Lauren's listening live, and right now your, your, your beautiful wife would be cut off. She'd just abruptly be like, show over. No, she wouldn't. Yeah, she would yeah. if it was the old way. Huh? If it was the old way, she would be cut off. Yeah, but do you mind being teased about going to listen to the podcast later? There's two listeners at, at, at your address. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Which is where you don't want to send those tickets. You've got to send them to the sports attic specifically um, and, and those jerseys, too. Now, if there's a jersey that fits you, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Thanks. If everybody sends all their stuff they want to burn to me, everybody's yeah. getting great Christmas presents this year. Everyone's getting jerseys. Okay, fine. You know? And I could cherry pick. Like, you know, i got a friend who's a, a lion. We actually have a caller from the 973. Do you know 973 area code? Not a clue. Yeah, me neither. All right. Hello, 973. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Uh, this is Lou, a uh, first-time caller, but I heard about the show. Welcome, Lou. Thanks for calling. Hey, sure. Lou. I mean, I just What's get on your mind up, this uh, evening? Right well, we've reached the end of the baseball season. I Hello. must say it has been oh. a very Did I do that? impressive oh, hang on baseball season. There he is. I'm sorry, Lou. I lost you. Sorry. My fault. Um, uh, uh, where are you calling from, Lou? Uh, Northern Jersey, just outside of Newark. Nice. Awesome. Uh, so what's on your mind? Well, we've reached the end of the baseball season, for one. Yeah, that's, that's that Clark's we, world. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you thinking? What are you, what are you thinking with uh, the playoffs coming up? Uh, are, are you – what, what's your team? What, what league? American or uh, – Diehard Yankee fans since the early 70s. Oh, wow. Nice. Wow. I don't you know winning. Talk, old, I don't yes. get to talk to too many Yankees fans. You do know winning. Clark, take notes from this guy because your loser clubs I, need all the help. We're learning winning, pal. We're learning winning. 
You are. Lou, go ahead. Uh, What do you think of the Yanks? Yanks had a very impressive season when nobody gave them a chance. Everybody was saying, oh, the Yankees are not going to do well this year. Everybody was taking them to, say, third or fourth in the division. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Where would you get that remark from? Please. Every time the publications say that the Yankees are going to do horrible, they always come back and find a way to win. I mean, Aaron Judge has been phenomenal as a rookie this season. 51 home runs. Okay, so he didn't get the league. So he didn't get the league top of home runs this year. But you cannot deny what kind of a season this kid is having, or has had in yeah. rookie year. Lou, I mean, that's was, great to hear. Everybody was doubting yeah. him. You know, after when? I see uh, Go ahead. Okay. I mean, no, after when he had the home run derby swing and said, "Oh, it messed it all up. He's not going to do well the second half of the season." You know, that was bull. I'm like, really? You really think it's going to do that bad? Look, so he struck out a few times during the second half. So what? So did a lot of other great batters. Uh, I got a couple questions for you. (laughs) Yeah, Judge, hell of a season that he's had. But uh, we're based here in Chicago, so I just, um, Uh, I just wanted to, um, I wanted to ask you about Starling Castro. Uh, That's one of the questions. What do you guys, what do you guys think of Starling Castro? Well, he was one of ours for a while. He was, he was a Yankee for a while. No, no, no. He he is a Yankee now. Uh, he started with the Cubs. Uh, the shortstop, Starlin Castro. And started with Castro. Um, Second base, he might be playing now. Yankees. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He's a he's a heck of a hitter, and uh, I we oh, yeah. liked him a lot. He he had the most hits of of his era during baseball, um, and he he was really great. But there were a few things going on, so they made the trade with the Yankees. Um, right. And I just wanted to know how he's doing there. Uh, he held up. He held up on his own for the for the year of the Yankees. Yeah. Why yeah. would you trade one of your one of your best players that was on Chicago, um, say last year, and then come over here? I mean, that's kind of tough when you have you trade one of your players that when you won the championship on, and that's a tough hold to that's a tough um, hold to fill. Yeah, Lou. Uh, it it sure is. Uh, I have to. You guys have a wild card game coming up, and. Two years ago, the Cubs the Cubs played the Pirates in that wild card game, and I had never really felt anything like that because that was the first time the Cubs were good enough since the one game wild card happened. How do you feel about the one game wild card with uh, Minnesota? Well, Minnesota has always managed to give us a tough time, and it is going to be a very hard thought hard fought matchup. But I think the Yankees have enough power to overtake the Twins, and we'll go to the division series. All right. That's all you got to do is win one, win one to get in. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what's going to happen. A lot of people are thinking Cleveland, uh, they're the hot hand right now coming out of there. Our but paper, you, are your Yankees the, are they right now the black horse? Are they the dark horse, I guess? I would think they're the dark horse, yes. Okay. And on paper, it's well, Cleveland. But what, what do you think? What do you really think happens? Well, if I were a betting man on this, which I'm not, um, on Aww. paper, it looks like to be the Dodgers and the Indians, but we all know it's not one on paper. Right. I think Cleveland might be suffering from a burnout uh, come playoff time, and I don't know. If, I don't know if they can actually um, go all the way through. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's how they work. It's got to end at some point. Uh, one of the first Yankee fans that I really had a this long of a conversation with. Uh, what do you? I got to ask you about the Boston Red Sox, that rivalry. How, how, uh, how big is that? Is it, is it 
huge? Does it hurt every time the Red Sox beat the Yankees? Oh, it hurts us very badly. I mean, especially if you go back to the 2004 series, and I still want to puke when I look at it. Up 3 yeah. nothing in the driver's seat, cruising along, and thinking, well, we're just one inning away from going to our fourth straight World Series, and then Boston comes back and just kills us. I'm like, yeah. how could this happen? Yeah. That And that one home run by Ortiz in game in game four really hurt us. You know, you don't think much of it, you know, okay, they, they lost one game. We're still 3-1. to one. Okay, we're fine. Then 3-2, like, well, I guess we're going to win at home. Yep. And just when you think it's going to happen, like, I don't believe this happened. I know. I can't that believe was, this. It was one of the most like, amazing comebacks in professional sports history. Uh, it was unbelievable. Thing. And they finally had to overcome it to take down your mighty Yankees, and they did. And it's a heck of a story. Uh, it's the second best baseball story ever. The best baseball story, of course, is the Chicago Cubs winning it all last year. Al, you enjoyed that. Am I wrong? Oh, that was a, yeah, that was a barn burner. <laughs> Al doesn't know baseball you know, too much. Lou, thank you so much for the call. Uh, if you want to, I'll just do one thing. Even yep. even if you're not a Cubs fan, even if you're, I think you know that had to be one of the best storybooks in baseball ever because they waited for so long to get it. And they years. to come close to getting there, and they finally won it. And it was like, you know, it was, it was their time, and they got and they got the monkey off their back. And Yes, sir. You know. All right. Yep. Well, All right, guys. Lou. Thanks so much. We appreciate the call. Thanks, Lou. Take call again, buddy. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. All right. That's Lou from New Jersey. That opens up a phone line. Uh, we got 760-454-8834. Give us a call, and uh, let's talk some sports. Uh, man, baseball playoffs are starting, Al. Next Friday and Saturday night, the Cubs are in Washington. They're taking on uh, Washington. This year, the Cubs do not have the best record in the playoffs. In fact, it's the second worst record in the playoffs. Uh, but they are in. They do not have to play in the one-game playoff. That This year, the one-game playoff is between two National League West teams, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah. The team this year finally had the season that people expected them to have last year. And the Colorado Rockies, who kind of uh, came out of nowhere a little bit. We got another call. You ready for it? I'm in. Fire it up. 111. Uh, Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. My name is Elwood, and I'm calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. Elwood, thanks for the call. Elwood, what's on your mind? Oh, they enjoying the show. Just kind of listening, waiting for the big game to start. But, um, hey, yeah. What I called about was, uh, we were talking about this at the sports bar tonight. Don't you think football is doing the same thing baseball did back in the 80s? Irritating their fan base. Yeah. I mean, doing crazy stuff, overcharging, oversaturating, treating the people who love them like dirt. I mean, this is like deja vu all over again. I mean, the baseball guys struck. They wanted more money. They wanted, I mean, then basically people left. And never went back. And don't you do you think right. just married, yeah. do you think football just wants to be baseball now and irritate <laughs> us all? Well, <laughs> that's a great point. You know, everything, every business eventually hits a peak and it starts to topple. And baseball, no doubt, was a dominant sport in this right. country for a long time. Football stepped up, and you're right. And the people are agitated with the NFL right oh, now. It, and it's not just the protesting; it's it's prices. It's everything. It, it, yeah, that's it's yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, because yeah. like I'm in the United Nations of baseball where I'm at. I mean, there's every hat known to man here. Every you know, I mean, this is like oh, I'm sure. the richest 
this is the richest soil on earth, and the Major League Baseball doesn't want to plant anything here. So, you know, and it's like That's silly. everybody has it ever has it ever been hinted at in Indianapolis? Is there ever been no. a hint? Well, back in the nineties, there was talk of bringing the Expos here, but they were like, well. No, they can't support a team. You know, they have a successful football team, a successful uh, basketball team, and Planet Earth's single largest sporting event is held there once a year. But, oh, they can't do baseball, so off they went to Washington. But, you know, it's just, you know, know, you're a Cubs fan. You'll get a kick out of this. Everybody says, well, why aren't you a Cubs fan? That's your closest city. And I'm like, Cincinnati's right over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so you're a Reds fan? No, I'm I'm kind of neutral. I I mean sometimes okay. depends yeah. on what team has players I like. It, nobody here right. is really a diehard well, is fan. That, of is anything. that what you see a lot of though? A lot of Reds, a lot of Cubs, not maybe really, some Indians. Not really, yeah, Indianapolis. No. no, if you get over like towards Muncie, you're in like Reds Central. You mm. go up to Chicago. I mean, sorry, you go up to Fort Wayne and you swear yeah. you're in Chicago. South so you Bend, you're in Chicago. Oh, I used to scary. live. When I'm in Fort Wayne, I'm like, Emma, if it weren't for all the cold stuff, you'd swear you were in Chicago from all that cub stuff. Jeez. Yeah, I used but, to live uh, just outside of uh, Terre Haute, Indiana, and it was yeah, a okay, lot so of a uh, different down there. St. Louis, yeah. a lot of St. Louis fans. Oh yeah, a yeah. lot of oh, a lot yeah. of St. Louis down there. Yeah, like I said, it kind of, but Indianapolis is sort of United Nations, I, I, which I kind of like because it. I, let's because face it, in 1984, I threw down all my NFL stuff and said, "God bless the Colts," and never went back. So I'm <laughs> sure that'll be that way with baseball. It's, but you know, they'll probably put a team in Las Vegas first or Nashville or you know, we can't yeah, have one. Yeah. <laughs> It uh, anyway, it's got to be wild to be on your side of the uh, of the Colts story uh, to be oh, there because that's a heck of a story guys, and guys, I'm sure you guys practice. needed something. Luck's supposed to practice next practice. They just announced it, so thank oh, you. Oh, we get luck news. back out there and it's win win win. But um, all we need is our luck back. Ha ha. But no, but I don't. Well, sorry, we're off the point. But don't you think though? We we called it. We called it the Kmart effect. Kmart ruled the earth, and then they let their stores get dirty, and then they let their stores get outdated, and then they let their prices get high, and then they went under. I see that with football. Like, you're going to turn into baseball. It's like, ugh. You know, there's, like, a, there's a bit of an arrogance about it, about what they do. There's yeah, quite is, a bit of an arrogance. And, and they treat their fans that. horrible. You know, I mean, we're the ones who go to the store and actually, I mean, I buy like a $10 Colts Christmas orange. What am I on? You know, I mean, I mean, we treat them like gold. You know, I buy a T-shirt with 10 bucks with a, a horseshoe on it, and it's 30 you know, I mean, we all do it. You know? Yeah. And, and then they, they strike, and they talk terrible, and they threaten us, and, they, and this protesting stuff. I mean, come on, guys. Just play the game. It's so bad. There, somebody suggested maybe we quit doing the national anthem. Just do away with that. So I thought, yeah. Oh. That actually, I mean, somebody said that with a straight face and was dead yeah. serious. That would be the answer. Let's just quit doing the national anthem and not have flags. Did you hear about my idea? I think I, I, I'm actually in favor of adding more politics, and we're going to get uh, we're going to get well, uh, Barack Obama. Politics, and, but it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's just do away with this. Is a beautiful. Why solution. not? Let's. I think yeah, I think the, a, the officiating crews actually. South Park, yeah. There was an episode of South Park where they wanted to do away with any element of Christmas that might offend somebody. So it was just a big gray field, and they were all in black outfits chanting because they just couldn't have anything. And that's what we're going to get with football. I mean, sheesh. It seems so crazy that we worried about some guy having Skittles printed on his shoes a few years ago. You know, that was the big story, and now it's like, yeah. Are you a fan of Skittles? Not particularly. I like M&M's. I'll eat them. 
I'll yeah. eat them, but I, something about yeah, overpowering fruit flavored candy. Uh, okay, but yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot of people love them. It's like Twizzlers. Yeah, one I, of my faves. Really, I I just don't like red something that doesn't have flavor. But yay, whatever. But um, I don't know, guys. It's just starting to irritate me with the NFL because I mean, you know, I live and breathe Colts, and when they took that knee at the game, I about broke down in tears. I, you know, it's like man, it's like being embarrassed for your kid or something. You know, year-long fantasy right now. I'm considering. I got Watson. I've had Luck on the bench this whole year, waiting for him to get better. He's I don't know if I'm going to go to Luck. You know, if he practices and does well, once he gets back out on the field, we'll be fine. I mean, I was at that game where we were down like a gazillion, and he got up and jumped over a big pile of men and jumped over and won it. So, I mean, the kid can do anything once he gets going. But you got to get him out. It's Peyton Manning all over again. I mean, the Colts yeah, can I, win without Peyton, and the Colts can't win without Luck. I don't. It, yeah, we call it the I hope, I hope his body. I hope his body can start to keep up with it, like because he's obviously he taking some shots. And, and he, the Colts need to build around. The coach is terrible, but he's obviously some. The guy who we we figured the guy who owns the Colts must have murdered somebody, and Pagano knows where the bodies are because he can't get wow. fired no matter how horrible he does. That's the old think, expression. Pagano knows where the bodies are because this I mean, it's terrible. That this, this year is it, right? Like, it's this year. I hope. Well, Ursa, Bruce Arians was on his way to retire. They called him, and they said, Chuck's got cancer. Can you just fill in? He's like, yeah, okay. He did a better job than Picano ever did. He was some man on his way to retire who just filled in. Man, the like, Bears had him. Be oh, the, and the Bears should have had him. Well, I could maybe see not firing Chuck at the moment because of the whole he's got cancer thing. But, you know, America's ah. got a 15-minute attention span. You can fire him right. now. A lot of people you know, don't remember would, it probably. And if he's sick, you've got to give him some time to heal. You know, you, you get him out of there. You, I, I have got good authority, though. Next year, you guys might have the steal of the coaching uh, carousel. And uh, Dow Loggins, the Bears offensive oh, coordinator, I think oh, he geez. might be available. And I think he could do wonders with yeah. that team. Don't, don't, don't think about that name again. No, I don't think they want anything Bears related. But uh, <laughs> oh no, this guy's a gem. You, you know, Bangio might be me. all right. Bangio, oh, hey, if he's in Chicago, we must be all right. That's right. Uh, the defensive coordinator. I think there's something. Oh, we'll you see. know, I, I I don't know. My big Super Bowl for, uh, 41 flag just curled a little when you said that. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't bring it up. All right, Elwood. I well, bring it up all the, the time. You had a, I got a half my man cave Super Bowl 41. You kidding? That was oh the best. man. Yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have any for the New Orleans one. Elwood, <laughs> thank you for the call, man. Hey, good oh, that show, thing guys. Still I like hurts. it. Let's, yeah, let's hope the Colts win tonight. We need to keep them Appreciate before it. until Luck gets back, and then hey, I'll pull sailing. for the Colts tonight. I'll pull for the Colts. Hey, my yeah, boys got it. As soon as my yeah. Luck's back, as soon as Luck's back, it's all smooth sailing. Because basically, you chopped off Peyton's head, and Luck popped up. So I mean, we're in good shape. It's just we gotta get the kid back out there. All right, Elwood. Well, best of luck to you, and uh, we'll talk to you. Give us a call again sometime. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a good one. All right, Elwood drops off. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Glad to to hear from Elwood there. I wondered if if you had luck on any of your teams. We're on a mission from God. I hope Jake's with Elwood tonight. Not to be confused with Alan. Matt, me and Elwood put the band back together. Ma'am, you got to understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? 
see we're on a mission from God. Maybe the Colts. Maybe Elwood and the Colts are on a mission from God. Man, it could be. We'll find out in due time. It's Seattle they're playing tonight, right? Yeah. That sounds right. I think I'm rolling with Seattle's defense. Hang on. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. All right. Well, uh, Elwood drops off. My things were telling me to go with uh, Baldwin tonight, and I kind of stayed away. We'll see. Okay. Interesting. I don't know why. Uh, Let me look for Baldwin here. Um, So you were saying about the uh, playoffs. You think think this is going to be a good year for the playoffs? Well, talking with uh, Lou there. from from up east, from out east. Did you learn anything? Uh, I don't know if I learned anything. I I learned some things about the Yankees that I wasn't really paying that much attention to. But uh, the one game playoff is what I was talking about. That's really exciting. The Cubs do not have to play in that, even though their record doesn't state it. But since they won their division, they automatically get to play the best of five series. So they're a lot like the first place team in your fantasy league that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Where they're, they're, they're you know they got the wins and rightfully they're there, but their point doesn't really show. Well, they had a hell of a second half of the season. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right after that uh, All Star break, they ended up finishing twenty two games over. Like right there at the All Star break, they were under five hundred, mm-hmm. uh, pretty close to it. So the second half of the season, they turned it on, and some would argue they're one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs right now. Um, they've won seven of their last ten. They're playing a Washington team. That last night, and it doesn't look like it, we're not sure if it's going to be much, but their ace starting pitcher from the Nationals, Al, mm-hmm. Max Scherzer, uh, sure. he came out of the game in the fourth, I believe it was, last night with a, with a hamstring issue. And if that slows him down at all, his timetable, uh, then the Cubs might have a better chance to jump on getting a victory. Getting the W, as the Cubs might say. Ooh, how about when that guy went down the other night, he hit the wall hard, huh? The shoulder. Do you watch these games, or am I the only one who pays attention? No, I, I saw part of it. Was it Elmora? It was. It was Elmora Jr. No, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, he did. He, he was a, fine. He's, well, it was a bruise. It was scary. <laughs> yeah. Scary for a moment. He had to I'm be, glad he's fine. Walked to be off. honest, once they clinched, like, I haven't been watching too much. Thursday night I watched football. Today I watched football. They have it clinched, Al. Just pay attention to the box score. I get updates when they oh, score. It's like a pair of they butt cheeks, today. baby. I know they're clinched, man. But, uh, you know, that clinching only goes so far, man. you got to carry it to the next level. And, you know, the Cubs were losers for so long. Like, it's really all they know. When you say that, you take pleasure in it. There's like a pleasure in your voice to just say the Cubs were losers for so long. Well, they were. Well, you just slide it in there. Like, because- they're not. They're not losers anymore. Why don't you talk about the present, Al? Why are you living in the past? Because their fans are such D-bags. Oh, all of them. Blindly all of them. following all of the, the team of losers for so long. All of them. You know, it you wasn't until... not have interactions with all of their fans. Clark, let me ask you a question. We've been doing this show, what, three years? You, you have interactions with a distinct fan that goes to those games. I have the and best market everybody. research. That's not everybody. I work a block from Wrigley that's Field. That's not all of us. It's not all like that. I'm not denying that that's not there. There is some douchey bullshit cup fan and i hate that fan as much as you but you got to give us some credit you're really that self-loathing the whole you can't say the whole fan base is like that you're really that self-loathing what are you buddy? saying i'm not saying anything you're I'm talking self-loathing you're the one talking i'm, I'm just not self-loathing i'm telling you just but answer this question Clark. Just that not everybody's an asshole most 
I acknowledge it. See, most that you meet, most most I know of. Most I you know, know of. of. Yeah, no, no, you no, don't no, know no. I mean, of the you whole base. You haven't tested enough of it. Your my analytics too damn small. My analytics, your analytics tell me are shit because they are not eighty three percent. You need to do more work. Of Cubs fans are assholes. Oh, that's horse shit. Some of them are my best friends. Some of them are my best friends. I don't assholes. know what you're talking. About. You're an asshole. Listen, did, did how long were you a Cubs fan? Do you know what percentage of karaoke jockeys are assholes? A huge, <laughs> a huge, huge number. Huge fucking amount. Unbelievably no high. Every karaoke person I've met in this country has been an <laughs> asshole. And you try to go into professional courtesy, like, hey, I'm a karaoke jock, too. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. Everybody's an asshole. They're all assholes. So you know, 100% sample size. Um, <laughs> just don't look in the mirror much. We're good. <laughs> no, no, I admit I'm in that category. So... um. How long have you been a Cubs fan? Uh, pretty much my whole life. So what, 30, 40 years now? Yeah, give or take 10. <laughs> you, you, three, two, what are you? Sure. You're like 38. I'm 38. All right. But age I, is a, I mean, what, are you trying to hide it from the insurance company? What's going no, on you're, here? You're doing the math wrong. There were definitely a solid two to three seasons. Well, you're being very vague of it. When I was a young adolescent in the early 90s, so for, I was a Chicago White Sox fan. 38 years, baby, you've been a Cubs fan. You have sweated. Yeah, you have watched definitely. them die and die yes. and die yes. every year, and they're yes, rotting. that's true. When did I become a Cubs fan, Clark? Oh, man, you were what we call bandwagon. Is nope. bandwagon get? I got here when Theo got here. You remember? And you announced that you were a Cubs fan when Theo got here. You, you remember announced that? It? We did a show. You announced it. But have you really been a Cubs fan this time? Unbelievable. Since I've been a Cubs fan, then you are the worst Cubs fan I have ever met. You are the Clark, worst fucking Cubs Clark, fan. Numbers don't lie. Since I've been a Cubs fan, the Cubs have made the playoffs every time. Oh, you're a champion, now. And guess excellence, what they did last year? Excellence breeds excellence. Excellence and yeah. execution. Oh, geez. It's the Al Archer commitment to excellence that excels and exceeds. And that is why your team, now my team, our world champion. That buddy. is why the Cubs are the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Nope, doesn't apply the best to them. There was. No, you, you used Bret Hart. I'm keeping it going. No. It, it's Bret Hart. There's B.A. And, and A.A., okay? You act like B.A. is before Al, A.A. is after Al. And after Al, since the A.A. era of the Cubs, unstoppable. They so stopped you, being AAA once AA arrived. What do you think for the rotation going in for the first four games? Uh-huh. Hit me up. So there. it's between Lester, right. Hendricks, Quintana, and um, let's – it's um, Arietta because it doesn't seem like he's injured. Lester, Hendricks, Quintana, Arietta. Uh-huh. Okay, what's the question? Game one. Yep. Your game one starter at a left-handed Washington National uh, – a great left-handed Washington Nationals team. Yeah. Well, you immediately pull out – Game two against the same team. What you want to do is – At Washington. Right. And the lights are very bright in Washington. I know this. They have the, the very high lights, very bright. <laughs> You've done some research. Very bright lights. They're the brightest stadium in all of uh, baseball. And you know what you do with the brightest stadium in baseball? What do you, you put do? You put uh, Lester out there. Oh. And he's got those big-ass teeth. That's a good idea. That's... Those teeth are so huge, it's gonna, the light's going to bounce off them, and it's going to blind uh, batters. Yes. Okay. All right. That's, who do you, that's a great choice. Thank you. Lester, left-handed pitcher against a left-handed lineup. He's the guy that's been paid all the money. He's been one of our number. He's been our number one guy before. And bright shiny teeth. I'm with you. I'm okay, okay with that. And so, then who, who's the second? Who goes with two? Well, you're gonna go Arietta. All right. And why for Arietta? Because it's time. He's alphabetically. He's next. <laughs> well, hey, I have done I think, analytics on this, Clark. Alphabetically, and I alphabet- think he's first. 
pitchers, pitchers who are alphabetically next on the, the my sheet, the number two. No, 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 because you always knock out the top one, the top two, oh, okay. you just top and bottom. Yeah, That's how you well, get averages. So you you put I'm sorry, in Arietta. Arietta is a he's the best pitcher in the rotation. So now after you, you you've blinded the the guys with Lester, you bring Arietta in to go ahead and uh, knock some people down. Okay. All right, so I got Lester, Arietta, right, and then Quintana. Quintana, yes, and that will be back here in Chicago, right? Game three. He plays better at home, and he, he's just a great home pitcher. He's like the opposite of Ben Roethlisberger as a quarterback. What do you feel about him since he's come to the uh, Cubs in that trade with the White Sox? Well, I mean, we can split hairs. No, I'm not splitting hairs. I'm just asking what you the think. The team's like, gotten better, has it not? It's very true. It's, he's made a huge improvement in this rotation. And he's allowed guys. Because Lester, would be let's face it. medium, like that John Edwards guy. Lester, a great medium. Lester has those teeth, right? Yes. But he's also got the age. Am I wrong? He's sure. a little too old to be out there. And you and said Lester has the teeth. I think you're thinking of Lackey, but close enough. They fine. all got teeth. Yes. All right. Why didn't you have Lackey in the list? Well, because Lackey's most likely going to the bullpen, uh, if he's going to the bullpen. Oh, Earlier know. in the season, he said he wouldn't do it. He said that he's a starter or he's going home. All right, so we got Lester, Arietta, Quintana, which you're right. They've been better since he came there. That means Hendricks is your game four starter. Boom. All right, but you'd rather it be Lackey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I mean, if uh, he's it, got the teeth, too. It's his final year. It is his final year. He's uh, done. And he's probably going to. I, I bet he stays and pitches out of the bullpen because I think I saw that he was warming up earlier today in the bullpen. I don't know if that actually does mean anything. But uh, I think I'm going with Hendricks, game one. Yeah. Yep. All along the watchtower, brother. All along the Man, watchtower. I could put Quintana game two. I really could, but I'm going to put Lester there. So Hendricks, Lester. And it depends on Arietta's, uh his uh, – his injury, I don't think it's real, uh, but hell, he could go to game two. I don't know. Uh, either way, Arietta Quintana, it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm I'm happy with. Um, and I think they might have a shot, especially with the starting pitcher being gone from the Nationals. Al, I appreciate your opinion. Yeah, that's what opinions. I'm here for. I wouldn't argue against them. My, I now, really wouldn't argue. My specialty is fantasy football, football, and pro wrestling. I, mean, I may argue it. But occasionally, I will chime in and give you the wisdom you need to help you along as a failure of a Cubs fan, as, as kind of a mentor to you. Because, you know, since I've stepped in and since the organization has stepped in, nothing but success. Yeah. Top shelf. Okay. So. I, you can't deny it. No. Like, those are the facts. There's no denying Those it. are facts. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Um, <sighs> boy. Oh, this has been fantastic. Uh, your WWE, uh-huh. No Mercy went down. That happened. Uh, the next buildup has been for SmackDown's next pay-per-view. Damn it. And the only thing that I've seen from that is, like, uh, Shane McMahon. Yeah, that, that's and, a uh, huge and feud going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. What do we think of that? I think it's uh, interesting. I think it's definitely something worth checking out. I'm excited for it. I mean, it, it's a feud that feels real. It feels uh, the story being told is very realistic. I mean, you had this idiot Shane McMahon fall out of a helicopter in real life. Yeah, he and, did. And he survived. And 
then Kevin Owens basically says, well, your family and this company would have been better off if you would have died. Yeah, that's and what he said. Set him off. Boom. And then his dad comes out. Dad and he's comes like, out. Big ball swinging. First time he's been on TV in a while. Damn it. You can't, you can't talk to my family like that. So Kevin Owens just beats the 72-year-old man down. He bleeds. He bleeds. He head, head bunts him right in the head. Blood starts coming down. He beats up the 72-year-old man. Old man. And now that's all so, you need. You so can stop his right son. There. Yep. Yeah, like I'm ready for it. Bring him on. Yeah. But now they got another week of build-up before this thing? I think that's right, yeah. I'll be in uh, Denver for the big, uh, the big show. Uh, when you head to Denver? Uh, Friday. All right. So I got to ride in Denver tomorrow night. So we may uh, we might not have a show next week, or you may be doing solo, or you may be doing it with the producer, or you may uh, do a Rocky show. I don't know what's going on. Oh, man, we could do anything. The possibilities are endless. Or, here. I mean, we still have time now. Why don't we just cut this show off, and uh, we'll record the show for next week? No, you like to do it live. I do. I prefer to do it live. I don't know how we're going to talk about next week's fantasy footballs. So uh, then I guess I won't invite you over for dinner on Sunday and to do the show from my house. Oh, let me guess. You were, you were going to have a uh, prime rib we were have ribs. Yeah. And, uh, mashed potatoes. And then, uh, we were going to have a little bit of dessert. I wrote that down somewhere. Hang on. Um, did you really, was there a spread being made? Yeah. 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 It, it was what you had ordered on your birthday that you accidentally delivered <laughs> to the, uh, to the bar instead of here. That's what that's what's on the menu. Yeah, ribs, yeah, mashed it's potatoes. Me. It's in one of these things because you gave me hell when I was writing it down. Ice cream, like, and some you gelato. Taking, you go. Are you taking notes? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Do I sound like Seth Rollins? Sometimes. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, you got the the Seth Rollins a little. Interesting. It's weird. He's a bit whiny. There's a bit pitchy. He's the, a bit whiny. The door guys at Todd's doing impersonation of me nonstop, and it kind of makes me crazy. That is coming up next. Oh, they do that to everybody. Yeah. Anybody who has a microphone, people do it. Because they hear it over and over and over. And then they're just amazed because you don't talk like that when you're talking to them. Right, maybe. Well, anyways, that's what's going on. That's the news. And now the Blackhawks, the rest of the story. And yeah, they won a preseason game one another last night. And then uh, they opened their season on Thursday, Al. The Chicago Blackhawks. Patrick Sharp's back on the team. Brandon Saad back there. Panarin is gone. Saad's a bit more of a two-way player. Panarin, not so much. There's big talk about goalies. Goalies, Corey, Corey huh? Crawford. Crow, as they call him. A lot of people are done with him. People have been done for him for a while for some reason. I get it. He's getting old for the game. Well, I heard uh, Kane saying he no longer ha- gets carded when he goes into bars. Wow, he, always, he finally he, looks like an adult. Always looks so young. Now yeah. he's, he's kind of getting a little uh, age in his face. But the, the backup goalie, Scott Darling, who came up through the uh, Rockford Ice Hogs, he, uh, he signed with, I believe it was the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm pretty sure. Impressive. Yep, and he's starting. He's got the starting nod for the first time. Clark, I think it's a little insensitive to bring up hurricanes um, at this time. So if you please just watch your – check yourself. Okay. You know, and, and, and be sensitive to people. There's a lot of people suffering. What about um, Typhoon 
Did you the see wrestler, that? Did you, did you see behind you? What? The addition I added to your chair? To the official Clark Lawrence and Studio Sports chair? No, I didn't. Uh-oh. What was Typhoon previously known as? Tugboat Thomas. Tugboat. Toot, oh, that's toot. amazing. Yeah, you got wow. a towel for when it gets sweaty in here. Oh, Tugboat. <sighs> he and Hogan were friends for a bit. I remember as a kid. I, I dug Tugboat, Al. Yeah, he was, uh, I forget exactly how old I was. Ten? Somewhere in there? I'm just excited that I came out a buck forty ahead. Oh yeah, it's a victory. What it a is week. a victory! I've, we did it. I'm currently sitting on a thirty dollar bet. I'm currently sitting at a hundred and five dollars in winnings. That a boy. We both came out ahead this week, and I basically Boom. only have a chance of losing thirty on that. So okay. I'll at least pull in about thirty. Is winnings. it worth playing in a Monday night showdown? If no. I don't think so. There's no reason. I don't think there because is. Because you can miss and and you're not, you're done. Because there's only really one game. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can play it different ways. Is there probably like a first half game and a second half game? I've played the late game, the late slate, where it's just like the Sunday four. Sunday and Monday? It's just like the four afternoon games in the late game. Okay. And um, I enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, our friend uh, Scott challenged me. Uh, I think a week ago, just to the late four, and I just blew I blew him out of the water on that one. Like really, just, just destroyed him. So he didn't challenge you this week, is what you're getting at? No, he did. Well, we we're in another league together, which I am winning. That that two weeks ago, that league didn't fill, so it dropped. So he's like, well, why don't I just challenge you one on one? Okay. And you know, you don't do that to the big man. I mean, Al, your pal Archer is uh, like I said, basically a messiah. Understandable. Uh, that's not always true, though. Oh, son of a bitch. Definitely that have our Simeon thing, man. He bit me. Yeah, I'm sorry on that one. No, it, that's the one that I played more of. It seemed like the stronger play than Houston, than the Houston stacks. But the Houston stacks proved to be solid. Yeah. Man, Watson. And that's the secret to fantasy. Talking about actual NFL, Watson, man, that's his coming out party. That's amazing. He's been. That's amazing. He's been playing really well lately. Yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one of the secrets of fantasy is definitely expand your exposure. Don't just, if you, instead of playing a $20 game, you know, play four or $5 games or play, right. you know, I play $21 games and that way you can have your Watson team and you can have your, your Trevor Simeon team and you can, you can narrow it down to four or five quarterbacks and then build teams around those with players who are average to above average who might hit home runs. Right. Uh, guys like that, uh, Williams. Right. Who was four grand, four or five. From the Chargers. Yeah. And he put up, I think, 25 points. Yeah. And that was projected. Saw, that was like a projection. Like second and third for wide receivers. Fantastic. Yeah. That, like, that was the number and one that's play. that's the guy that nobody else is playing, right? Um, no? He actually has a fairly high ownership of 9 okay. to 12. Marquise Lee. Those undercard guys who play well actually are owned decent. People are yep. hip to him. Uh yeah, Amari Cooper was like a low play this week, and rightfully so. Uh, Jerry, Jeremy Macklin, I don't know what he ended up doing, but probably not much. He was low ownership. Kyle Fuller, extremely low ownership, had a good game. I wasn't on him. I, was, I, I figured one, his first week back, don't play him, and that was, that was dumb. So, all right, buddy. Yeah, pal. You, you ready to call it? Episode 9 was fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in. A shout out to Elwood from Indianapolis. 
I believe it was Joe from Pittsburgh. Is that uh, right? Yeah, and then Lou. And then uh, Lou from New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, great, great having calls, and feel free if you're listening live to give us a call in at any time, yeah. and uh, we'll love to if, talk to if you. If you're on the podcast, we do it live, so uh, try to get us live sometime if you, if you have a chance. And maybe the boys from uh, uh, Bear Down can help step in next week. We'll see. Yeah. I know. Maybe throw we'll some ideas out there, but figure we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out what, what's happening. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yep. Well, for Clark Lawrence and I'm Al Larcher saying good night, everybody. Done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my shoes and kicked in my bed, but I can't be forgotten. Podcasting.